Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hi, it's the Reading Bug, and I wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Henry Holt Books for Young Readers, an imprint of Macmillan. Leaders in great literature for young readers and creators of wonderful picture books like Llama Destroys the World, written by Jonathan Stutzman and illustrated by Heather Fox. Help support our sponsors by purchasing Llama Destroys the World and other great Macmillan titles at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hello, reader. Welcome to an all-new episode of Reading Bug Adventures, created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our family-owned, independent children's bookstore. Before we get started, a reminder that summer's almost here. If you'd like to inspire a lifelong love of reading through the summer break, visit readingbugbox.com to find out about our special summer reading promotion. For three months, our expert bookstore staff and I will hand-select the perfect books for each child based on their unique age, interests, and reading level and deliver them right to your doorstep. Each box includes fun summer games, ideas, and gifts to complement the book selection. Got a reluctant reader at home or a voracious one? Because each box is perfectly personalized, no matter what, Reading Bug Box is bound to be a hit. Visit us now at readingbugbox.com. You can also learn all about us and our bookstore and shop for millions of books by visiting thereadingbug.com. Free delivery across the U.S. on any orders greater than $25. And finally, before we begin our adventure, there are a few people that I'd like to thank. Reading Bug Adventures is mixed and mastered by Resonate Recordings and made possible by our sponsors and listeners like you. If you want to support our podcast and access music downloads and more, visit us at patreon.com. Thank you to our newest patrons, Zoe and Allie from California. You can also support us by rating our podcast, leaving a positive review, and telling all your friends. Thank you so much for your support. Okay, reader, are you ready to start our adventure? Then let's fly! It's time for a Reading Bug Adventure! It's a Reading Bug Adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Hi, reader. It's so wonderful to see you. I've been looking forward to our adventure all week. I can hardly wait. I'm excited to find out where we'll be going together today but I'm even more excited to be spending time with you. Sharing adventures with friends makes every adventure even more thrilling, doesn't it? Oh, hi, Lauren. Hi, reader. It's so good to see both of you. Sorry I'm late. It took me a little longer than usual to get dressed today. Oh, my. Reading bug, I can see why. Look at you. You're wearing a fancy red plaid skirt and matching knee socks. They do go very nicely with your red and black spotted shell, by the way. I also love your pretty jacket. It looks like it's made out of red velvet, and it has beautiful gold buttons on it. And that red hat you're wearing is really fancy, too. You look extremely festive today. 
Hey, is your outfit a clue for where we're going to be adventuring? Of course it's a clue, Lauren. You know me so well. Well, if it is a clue, I'm afraid it's not helping me guess where we're going. I'm not sure I've ever seen an outfit quite like that one. Have you, Reader? I'm dressed up like a Scottish Highlands dancer, Lauren. A Scottish Highlands dancer? Hmm. I don't know what that is, Reading Bug. But I'm guessing they live in Scotland, right? Hey, are we going to Scotland today to learn about dancing? That's a really great guess. And you're half right. We are going to be traveling to the Scottish Highlands, but I don't think we'll have time to do any dancing. Why don't I read you the titles of some of the books in my book bag so you can guess what we'll be doing on our Scottish adventure, okay? I brought The Treasure of the Loch Ness Monster by Laurie Dawn, Nessie the Loch Ness Monster by Richard Brassie, There's No Such Thing as Nessie by Channing McBain and Christine Harris-Jones, and The Water Horse by Dick King-Smith. Oh my, you have a lot of books about the Loch Ness Monster reading bug. I'm a little scared. I'm not sure I want to take a monster adventure. Are we going to be seeing monsters on our adventure? Scottish monsters? <laughs> no, don't worry, Lauren. She may be called a monster, but I'm pretty sure Nessie is a really friendly creature. Nessie? Who's Nessie? That's the Loch Ness Monster's name, Lauren. Nessie. Nessie! Oh, <laughs> you're right. That's not quite as scary. But if she's not a scary monster, what is Nessie anyway? The Scots say that a long, long time ago, the northernmost part of Scotland was a separate island that wasn't attached to the rest of the country. At some point, it crashed into the rest of Scotland, and as it did, it left a large lake between them called Loch Ness. All the sea creatures that had been living in the ocean escaped, except for Nessie, who was trapped in the loch and couldn't get out. And she's been there ever since. Oh, right! I remember some stories about the monster in Loch Ness. But isn't that all a big hoax? I thought that people have been pretending to see something in the lake for a long time, but they never actually found anything. Reading Bug, are we really going to Loch Ness in Scotland to see Nessie, the Loch Ness monster? Yes, yes, yes! That's where we're going on our adventure. And I couldn't be more excited. But, Reading Bug, how can we visit a... A monster that doesn't actually exist. You're right that people have been searching Loch Ness for hundreds of years, and that no one has ever been able to prove that Nessie really exists. But just because Nessie has never been found, it doesn't mean she's imaginary. I've been thinking about this a lot. One of my favorite books is called Uni the Unicorn by Amy Krauss Rosenthal. It's about a girl who believes in unicorns, even though her parents tell her there's no such thing. And it's also about a unicorn who believes in little girls even though her parents tell her that little girls are imaginary. Despite what they're told, the little girl and the unicorn keep on believing in each other. And guess what? They finally find each other and become the very best of friends. I'm not giving up on Nessie just because no one else believes she exists. And that's why we're going to find her today. Uni the Unicorn is a great book reading bug. But I'm not sure we should be going all the way to Scotland to find a creature when people who have tried much harder and much longer to prove her existence have all failed. I've been reading a lot about Nessie, and I really do believe in her. I'm also afraid she may be in trouble, so I want to go as soon as possible. Why do you think she might be in trouble? I read that Nessie hasn't been spotted by anyone for many years, so I'm worried about her. 
She must be very lonely. And who knows? She may even be in danger. We need to head to Scotland to see if we can find Nessie before it's too late. Well, I have always wanted to go to Scotland. It's on the northern part of the same island as England, a country we visited in our Camelot adventure. And it's supposed to be extremely beautiful. Reader, do you want to join the reading bug on her trip to Scotland to find Nessie? Okay, let's do it. But before we go, I think we should make sure our bodies are stretched out and ready for the excitement that awaits us. Great idea, Lauren. I know I said there wouldn't be any time for dancing, but you never know. We should always be prepared for anything. Okay, why don't we all stretch together, reader? That's it. Everybody stand up, unless you're buckled into your car, and wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Thanks for those stretches, Lauren. I feel stretched out, energized, and ready to dance. <laughs> Me too, reading bug. We're nearly ready to go, reader. But before we head to Scotland, I hope you remembered to bring some paper and crayons with you. On our adventure today, you can decide what you want to draw, capturing the most important parts of our adventure for your friends and family to see when we're done. You can draw anything you want and create a story that's all your own. If you didn't remember crayons and paper and want to get them now, don't worry. Just press pause or have a grown-up do it for you. The reading bug and I will wait right here. Lauren, thinking about Nessie and Uni the Unicorn makes me think about another character, Tinkerbell from Peter Pan. When Tinkerbell's light is fading, Peter asks the audience to clap to show her that they believe in fairies. And when they do, Tinkerbell's light goes strong again, saving her from the pirate's poison. If Nessie is in trouble, maybe we should clap to show her that we believe in her too. What do you think? Okay, then clap with me. Show you believe in Nessie like me by clapping your hands with a one, two, three. We'll have our adventure, and if she appears, we'll show her that friendship is nothing to fear. Okay, reader. Are you ready for an exciting adventure? The reading bug is opening up her book bag, and it's growing bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. And look, there are all kinds of words and pictures twirling around inside from the books the reading bug brought with her. I see a man wearing a plaid skirt and playing a very strange sort of instrument. I see castles and forts overlooking the ocean and a funny looking and very big sort of animal. It looks like Ferdinand the Bull, but with long orange hair all over. Its hair even covers its eyes like a sheepdog. Oh, and look, reader. I see all kinds of really strange words in there too. Words like boggart, haggis, selkie, and kelpie. Hmm, I wonder what all those funny words mean. All right, reader. Are you ready for our trip to Scotland to find Nessie and make sure she's okay? On the count of three, jump into the book bag with me. One, 
two, three, jump! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Look what's happening, reader. We're zipping over our houses and far, far away. Everything is getting smaller and smaller as we soar higher and higher above the ground. When I look down, all I see are the tops of white clouds in the deep blue of the sea below us. We must be soaring over the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, and look up ahead, reader. In the distance, I see a very green island. We're getting closer and closer, and I can see farmhouses and tidy green fields. I also see meadows that are bright yellow, so bright that they look like fields of gold. We're getting closer and closer still, and now I can see houses, barns, horses, and cattle. Hold on tight. We're coming in for a landing. Reader, reading bug, I think we've arrived. The lights and pictures have stopped flashing, and the book bag is completely still. Do you think we've actually made it to Scotland? Hey, listen. I hear some strange, beautiful music playing in the distance. Do you hear it too? I wonder what kind of instrument could be making such an interesting sound. Why don't we hop out of the book bag and find out? Reader, you and Lauren jump out first, and I'll be right behind you. Oh, wow. Take a look all around us, Reader. We're on the top of a low hill with an enormous, beautiful yellow meadow stretched out in front of us. There's a low mist covering the ground all around us, and up above, the sky is a beautiful shade of gray. It's not raining now, but it sure looks like it could at any minute. Oh, take a deep breath, reader. Do you smell what I smell? It's sort of a dense, honeyed, mustardy fragrance that must be coming from the yellow flowers all around us. You're right, Lauren. I think these are fields of rapeseed flowers. Rapeseed flowers are a very common crop in the Scottish Highlands. And guess what? The Scottish Highlands are also where Loch Ness is located, so we must be in the right place. Yikes! Look out! Bees must love the smell of rapeseed flowers too, because look! There are honeybees all around us. Be careful not to bother them as they hop from flower to flower, or you might get stung. Let's get moving. Hmm, reading bug, this spot is really beautiful, but I don't see any lakes anywhere. Are you certain the book bag dropped us in the right place? Well, yes. I'm pretty sure we're in the Scottish Highlands. The rapeseed flowers and gloomy weather are both good clues, but I don't know where we are exactly. The Highlands are really, really big. About half of all Scotland is Highlands. So Loch Ness could be right over those hills to our left, or hundreds of miles away. Hundreds of miles? There's no way we can cover that much distance on foot. Which way do you think we should go? If we walk in the wrong direction, we may never even get to Loch Ness today. Do you think maybe we could find someone to ask for directions? Maybe, but Lauren, not many people live in the Highlands. The population here has been steadily declining for the last 150 years. And it is now one of the least populated areas in all of Europe. Hey, listen. Reader, reading bug, do you hear that? 
It's that music we heard when we first landed. I wonder what it is and where it's coming from. Shh. Listen closely. I think it's coming from up the hill to our left. Don't you? If there's music, there must be someone making music, don't you think? And maybe they'll know how to get to Loch Ness. Quickly, let's follow this path around the corner and up the hill. Okay. Reader, let's walk quickly up the hill together. I want to make sure we find our way to Loch Ness, and hopefully to Nessie, too, on our adventure today. Reading Bug, can you tell us more about Loch Ness and Nessie while we walk? I'd love to, Lauren. I like calling her Nessie, but most people call her the Loch Ness Monster, which sounds a lot scarier, I think. Did you know that there have been reports of a lake creature living in Loch Ness since 565 AD? That's more than 1,400 years ago. A really, really long time. Because she's been around for so long, some people think that Nessie may be a plesiosaur, an extinct meat-eating dinosaur that lived in the Mesozoic Era. The Mesozoic Era? We visited the Mesozoic Era on our dinosaur adventure, didn't we, Reader? But, Reading Bug, the Mesozoic Era ended more than 60 million years ago, and dinosaurs went completely extinct after that. So could Nessie really be a dinosaur? Well, no one really knows, Lauren, because outside of a few sightings and stories over the past 1,400 years, no one has ever found her. But I'm confident we'll find out today. Finding a living dinosaur really would be something, wouldn't it, reader? Loch Ness is a very big lake, so it's no wonder nobody has been able to find Nessie in all these hundreds of years. The loch is a perfect hiding place for a creature who doesn't want to be found. Did you know that there is more water in Loch Ness than in all of the other lakes in England, Scotland, and Wales put together? In Nessie the Loch Ness Monster, Richard Brassey says that Loch Ness is so big and so deep that five jumbo jet airplanes could be placed on their side in the lake and there would still be plenty of room to spare. Wow, that's a really big lake. I mean loch. I get that Loch Ness is big, but I still can't understand why no one has been able to find Nessie in all these years. Unless, of course, she doesn't exist at all. Have you considered that the story of the Loch Ness Monster may just be a legend? I have considered that, and you may be right, Lauren, because Scotland is a land of many myths and legends. The stories of Scotland have inspired authors who have written tales of ghosts, magic, and witches that they heard when they were growing up in Scotland. But I have a different theory about Nessie. A theory? Yes. A theory is a plausible idea based on information and data. In other words, it's an educated guess. Oh, well, then what's your theory, Reading Bug? First, I don't think that Nessie is a plesiosaur. If she were, I think you're right that, by now, someone would have been able to prove she exists by taking a picture or video of her. Okay, so then, if the Loch Ness Monster isn't a plesiosaur, what could she be? I think that Nessie is a magical creature, like a unicorn or a fairy. The unicorn is Scotland's national animal, after all. And fairies, or fae, have long been fabled to live among the flowers and hills of the Scottish Highlands. Many people have told tales of seeing magical unicorns and fairies, just like they tell stories of seeing Nessie. So that's why I think she must be some sort of magical creature, too. That's a really good guess, Reading Bug. And it makes a lot of sense, but 
It doesn't give me a lot of hope that we're going to find Nessie today. Finding a sea monster sounds hard enough, but finding a magical sea monster sounds impossible. Doesn't it, Reader? We don't even know what we're looking for. Well, I do have another theory that might help. I think that Nessie is afraid of other animals, humans like you and bugs like me, and that she really wants to be all alone. That's why she has chosen to live in a lake as big as Loch Ness. Afraid? But why? Don't you think that if people were chasing you for hundreds and hundreds of years, trying to take your picture, or maybe even capture you and take you away from your home, you'd rather be all alone too? Yes, I suppose I would. Poor Nessie. Yeah, so I think Nessie must be hiding deep, deep down at the bottom of the lake, where it's the quietest and loneliest. She is trying as hard as she can to avoid contact with anyone. Well, she's doing a very good job of it. We can't even find the lake she lives in. And even though we're walking, I'm not sure that music is getting any closer. Uh-oh. I think we may have a problem, Reading Bug. If Loch Ness is really up ahead of us, I don't think we'll be getting there today. Why not? Look up ahead. There's a whole herd of wild animals blocking our way. See? They're blocking the whole path ahead and there's no way around them. And I'm not certain, but it looks like there may be hundreds of them blocking our way forward. What are they? Do you know, Reader? I've never seen anything like them before. Cows? No, too big. Bulls? No, too orange. Do you see them, Reader? Each animal is huge and covered with long orange fur. They have big pointy horns that look like they could really hurt us if they wanted to. But the good news for now is that I'm not sure they can actually see us. Look at how their long fur hangs down right over their eyes. Oh, and look over there. I see some cute little baby animals in the middle of the herd. But the big ones are standing in front of the babies. Do you think maybe they've heard or seen us already? All the grown-up animals are starting to make noise and stamp their hooves. It sounds like they may be warning us not to come closer. Reading bug, reader, maybe we should turn around and head back down the hill. I mayn't be able to see ye, but I can smell ye, ye filthy animals. Don't come any closer. Uh-oh. Don't turn around just yet. Let's just stop moving any closer until we figure out what to do. Lauren. Those animals are called Highland Cattle. They are actually very gentle animals, usually. That's why people sometimes call them house cows. But you're right that they can be very protective of their babies. So we should be very careful. Quiet down a little hear us. Just follow me. Put your heads down and look mean and maybe it'll scare them off. Uh-oh. Reading Bug, Reader, look. The bulls in the front have lowered their heads and look like they might be getting ready to run right at us. If we don't act fast, we're going to be trampled by their hooves or gored by their horns or worse. I don't think we can outrun them, Lauren, but I do have an idea. I've read that to reduce the risk of stampedes, cowboys sometimes sing or whistle a tune to calm their cattle. If it works for cowboys and their cows, maybe it'll work for us with these highland cattle. What do you think? Could you sing a lullaby to the baby calves? 
I think that might convince their parents that we are not going to hurt the babies. And if we can calm them down, maybe we can find a way past them. Okay, that's a great idea, Reading Bug. I'll give it a try. Join in and help me sing if you can. Hush, little babies, don't you cry. If I sing sweetly, won't you let us by? If you're feeling tired or sleepy, just relax and don't get weepy. Your big cow eyes are gently closing, so lay on down and start your dozing. Rock-a-bye, babies, don't you weep. Rest your heads, it's time to sleep. Wow, Lauren. Look, your lullaby worked like a charm. It was so good that the calves are now lying down in the soft green grass and closing their eyes. And look, the biggest bull in the herd is coming toward us, but slowly. He doesn't look angry anymore. That was amazing. I never seen these wee ones go down so easy. We've been struggling with bedtimes. Always wanting to play in there on these wee scunners are. Sure could have used your song last night for bed me and the missus could. My name is Brody Ball, and I am the leader of this fold. Thank you for coming down our bear and giving me a moment of peace and quiet. I owe ye me gratitude. Oh, we're so pleased to meet you, Mr. Bull. I'm Lauren, and this is the reading bug and our reader friend. We are travelers from another country, here on an adventure to find the Loch Ness Monster. Uh, I mean, Nessie. But we're not really sure where we're going, unfortunately. And your herd are blocking our way forward. Looking for Nessie, are you? Oh, a Bridget, you hear that? Got another pack of Nessie hunters here. I don't mean to be a naysayer, but you're off your head if you think you're going to find a monster in that loch. But if you must take a look anyway, you should head for Urquhart Castle. That's the place where some say the mighty creature was last sighted almost a thousand years ago. Urquhart Castle? That's the one. I hear it's a bit of a ruin now, but it is almost 1,000 years old. So what you expect? Oh, oh, oh. It's right up on the bank of the Loch Ness. A perfect spot to look for any water monsters. Great. Which way should we go to get there? Is the castle near here? No idea. What do you mean, no idea? I mean, no idea. Never been there. What's a fold like ours need with a castle, anyway? Nope. Let us roam through the fields and hills, munching on flowers and grass, getting big and fat, and we'll be as happy as can be. Hey, listen. There's that music again. Mr. Bull, we keep hearing that strange, beautiful music. Do you know where it's coming from? Ah, Yes. That there is bagpipe music coming off the hills just behind us. Melody always makes me teary, don't it, Bridget? <coughs> don't get hit up now, Bridget. I'll let him pass. Lauren Reader Readenbug, you take care. And I hope you find what you're looking for. All right, you lot. Let these folk pass on through. Come on, Blair. Get your big bum out the road. Brannon, move aside, you lazy oaf. And Billy, careful not to wake the weirds there. I'm not ready for that racket to start up again. Thank you for the song, Lauren Reader Readenbug. And good luck finding old Nessie. Thank you, Brody. Thanks, Bridget. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate your help. Well, that sure was interesting. But I'm afraid we're still not any closer to finding Loch Ness or Urquhart Castle. 
We don't even know which direction to go. Reading Bug. Hey, Reading Bug, where are you going? I'm following the music. It's coming from just around the bend. Hurry, follow me. Lauren, Reader, look. I found the music. Oh, wow. Look straight ahead, Reader. Just there at the top of the hill is an older man dressed in a red plaid skirt. And he's playing the strangest looking musical instrument I've ever seen. Do you see it too? Look, it has five tall pipes sticking out of a big squishy bag that he's holding under his arm and squeezing. Three of the pipes are pointing into the air and he's holding another one in his hands, moving his fingers over some holes, like you do on a recorder or a flute. The last pipe is in his mouth and it looks like he's blowing into it to make the music we're hearing. For such a strange looking instrument, the music sure is beautiful, especially as it echoes off the hills and across the meadows. Lauren, that instrument is called bagpipes, like Brody said. Well, it is a bag with five pipes, so that's a pretty good name for it, isn't it? Bagpipes are extremely popular in Scotland and in Scottish music. And the skirt the player is wearing is called a kilt. That is traditional clothing that has been worn by Scottish men for centuries. Oh, and look, there are three more people behind the bagpiper. Young girls who are jumping and kicking to the music. Each one is wearing a kilt, high plaid socks up to their knees, and black shoes. Those must be Highland dancers, Lauren. I've read about Highland dance, of course, but never seen it performed. Watch. Uh-oh. It looks like we've been spotted. They're waiting for us to come on down to them. Do you think we should go? I can't tell if they're happy to see us or they're angry we've interrupted. What do you think, reader? Quickly, follow me down the hill. Uh, hi there. I'm so sorry to have interrupted you. We're not from around here, and I was just admiring your beautiful music and dancing. I'm Lauren, and this is the reading bug and our reader friend, and I'm afraid we're a bit lost. Oh, but of course, it's no trouble at all. We're just not used to having an audience out here on the hilltops is all. My name is Elspeth, and these are my sisters, Isla and Delana. Hello. Hi. And that there's our da, playing the pipes. Glad to meet you. Hi, Elspeth. Were you doing a Highland dance? It's amazing how high you and your sisters can leap into the air. You must have practiced a lot to get that good. Well, yes. We've been dancing like this since we were wee lassies. I'm sure we can help you find your way, but would you like to learn a bit of dance first? Would we? Yes, of course we would. I've only read about Highland dancing, and to learn from a real expert would really be special. Could you really teach us? I'd be delighted to. Da, can you play some music for us to dance to? I'm gonna teach our new friends a bit of dance. Oh, how fun! Reader. Are you ready to learn how to Highland dance with Elspeth? There are five primary movements in Highland dancing, but you're just getting started, so I'm only going to teach you two, okay? But first, Scottish dancers like us always begin their dance with a bow to the audience. Can you bow with me? Yes! Reader, let's bow to Elspeth and her sisters, just like we bowed to the king and queen when we visited Camelot. Great! Very good! Now we can do the first movement together. It's called first position. And it's a lot like first position in ballet, if you've ever studied ballet. Have you ever studied ballet, reader? I haven't. Elspeth, can you teach us first position? 
Of course I'll teach you. First position is when you place both of your hands on your hips, like this. Then, with your legs straight and your feet together, point your feet as far out to the side as you can. There, you've got it. That's first position. Second position in Highland Dance is when you move from first position by taking your right leg and pointing it out to the side and then touch your heel to the ground. Then you bring your right foot back to the middle next to your other foot. Got it? Point your right foot out, touch your heel to the ground and now bring your foot back to the middle. Great! Now do the same thing with your left leg. Point your leg out, touch your heel to the ground and bring that left foot back to centre. Wonderful! Like this? That's right. Very good. You look just like Highland Dancers. This is so much fun! What do we do next? Why, we put it to music, of course. I'll call out the steps as we dance together. Bow to the audience, everyone. Now, start in first position with your feet and toes pointed to the side. Take your right leg, move it up and out and touch your heel to the ground. Now bring it back in again. Now with your left leg, out, touch your heel to the ground and back in again. Now for our grand finale, put your arms in a circle over your head and spin around two times. Now stop and bow to the audience once more to end the dance. Wonderful job! You're all very good students. Elspeth, that was so much fun. You're a very good teacher. Thank you for the lesson. Yes, thank you, thank you. I wish I could dance with you all day, but I'm afraid we need to continue on with our adventure. You see, we're visiting Scotland today so we can find Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, so you're here to see Nessie, are you? I should have known. We get a lot of travellers through here looking for her. You do know that Nessie doesn't like visitors, don't you? What makes you think she'll show herself to you? Wait a second, Elspeth. Nessie is real? I didn't think she really existed. Oh, aye. The Scottish Highlands are filled with magic creatures, and you tend to see many of them when you're out playing music and dancing in the Scottish fog like we do. There are selkies that can change from seals to mermaids and back again. Unicorns, who are known for their intelligence and healing powers. And fairies, or fae, who protect the land and water around us. There are also boggart spirit creatures that lurk in dark spaces. Werewolves, that have the bodies of men and the heads of wolves. And the blue men of Minch too. Blue-skinned men who live in the sea looking for sailors to drown and boats to sink. And then there are kelpies. Like Nessie. Kelpies? What on earth is a kelpie? A kelpie is a kind of magical water horse that haunts Scotland's lochs and lonely rivers. Sometimes kelpie appear to people as dark grey ponies, and sometimes they shapeshift into other animals. But you can always tell a kelpie because its mane is wet and dripping water. There are kelpies all over Scotland, and they can take many forms. Nessie usually appears as a large green sea serpent with a long pointed tail. And when she doesn't want to be seen, she can quickly disappear. You sure know a lot about Nessie. I should know, because I seen her poke her head up out of the lock late one night. No sooner had I laid my eyes on her, and she was gone. 
You've seen her? Really? But where? We're trying to find our way to Urquhart Castle, which is where the Highland cattle told us to look. Well, you're in the right spot then. That's Urquhart just down the hill there, and that's Loch Ness just beyond. Look. Oh, reader. Reading bug, look. Just over there, it's magical. We were so busy dancing, I hadn't even noticed. But now I see it, and it is beautiful. It's the largest lake I've ever seen, and it's a magical blue color with lush green meadows and forests all the way down to the banks of the loch. I see the castle, too, or at least the ruins of what used to be a castle. There's a brown stone building on the top of the hill overlooking the loch. The building doesn't have a roof, though, and there are lots of stone walls surrounding it. But the walls are all different heights, like some of them have fallen down over time. There's a staircase leading to the building and the greenest grass around us everywhere. Do you see the rocky beach over there, in the shadow of the castle? Right there's where I saw Nessie late one night. But you may want to be careful, my friends. Kelpies may appear to be friendly or lonely or shy, but some of them are unkind or evil, and they have been known to snatch children away from their homes. I don't know what kind of Kelpie Nessie is, but you'll want to stay safe. Kelpies have a magical sticky hide, so if you touch one, you'll stick for good and be dragged into the spirit world forever. There ain't no way to escape the sticky grasp of a Kelpie, lest the Kelpie wants to let go of you, of course. An evil Kelpie? Dragged to the spirit world? Reading bug, I thought this adventure was going to be fun, but it sure is sounding scary. I don't know that I want to find the Loch Ness Monster anymore. Do you, reader? Not if it means we may be stuck far, far away from our families. While we all think about whether or not to continue on this adventure, I'm going to pause right here, overlooking Urquhart Castle and the banks of the enormous Loch Ness. We've already had so much excitement here in Scotland. While we rest, I'll play some music for you to color to, and you can illustrate your favorite parts of our adventure today. I still don't think Nessie is scary. I'm going to color a picture of the friendly, magical creature I'm imagining her to be. Great idea, Reading Bug. Reader, you may want to draw a picture of Nessie, too. How big is she? Is she mean and scary? Or is she nice and shy? What color is she? I can't wait to see the illustrations you've drawn when we return for part two of our adventure. While you imagine what Nessie will look like and think about all we've done and the friends we've made so far, I'm going to pause our adventure here. You were a fantastic problem solver today, Reader, and we couldn't have found our way to Urquhart Castle without you. You were a pretty great Highland dancer, too. When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. In a moment, I'll play some music for you while you color. Illustrate everything you remember from our adventure today. The Golden Meadow, our run-in with the Highland Cattle, our dance lesson with Elspeth and her sisters. I'm sure whatever you choose to draw will be magical, just like Scotland. Thanks for joining me and the Reading Bug on our adventure today. We can't wait until we resume our adventure next time. In the meantime, if you want to read more about Scotland or Nessie, check out the books in the Reading Bug's book bag at 
thereadingbug.com slash adventures. The Reading Bug and I will see you again soon. Bye. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures was sponsored by Henry Holt Books for Young Readers, an imprint of Macmillan, leaders in great literature for young readers and creators of wonderful picture books like Llama Destroys the World, written by Jonathan Stutzman and illustrated by Heather Fox. I am Llama! What? Reading Bug? I hate to break it to you, but you're a bug, not a llama. Oh, hi, Lauren. (laughs) I was just being silly and pretending. You see... I'm reading Llama Destroys the World. It's the perfect read aloud. This llama is the next picture book megastar, an absurdly oblivious, completely comical llama superstar. It all starts when he eats a piece of cake. He loves cake. I love cake too. Are you telling me that eating cake leads to llama destroying the world? Oh yes, he eats the cake on Monday, then needs to squeeze into his dancing pants on Tuesday, He rips his dancing pants, the force of which creates a black hole, naturally. Then, by Friday, Llama destroys the world. Indirectly, of course. Oh, my. Jonathan Stutzman's story is so charming and funny. You'll laugh through the entire book, I promise. And Heather Fox's artwork is so fun, adorable, and bright. Plus, you can learn the days of the week. It's a win-win. I can't wait to read it. Pick up your own copy of Llama Destroys the World at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thanks to Macmillan Children's Publishing Group for their support. And thank you for joining our adventure today. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, Jennifer Owen, Caddy Donnelly, and Paula Masterton. Original music was written by me, Diane Savage, and Ross Gruet. Sound mixing and mastery was done by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is a family-owned independent bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. And please continue to support passion, expertise, and creativity in children's literature by continuing to shop with us or other local independent booksellers. Thank you. Goodbye. all trivia nerds Brittany here and i host the family road trip trivia podcast with my best friend meredith is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest (laughs) we've got the cure three rounds of awesome trivia every week harry potter disney science sports you name it no more silent car troubles the family road trip trivia podcast connect laugh and learn with your kids big and small New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. 
Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.